Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Off-Color Gems Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jesse. I am always here with my co-host. Sam, hey, everyone. It's been a while. Like, usually we do the recaps kind of like a week after the last episode. Yeah. And this one we're just doing like so close to when it's supposed to come out. But I have to say these two episodes are fantastic. Which um, one made you feel more emotion? We're, we're going to talk about that. How you've been. People have been asking and I'm like... I don't, we really don't respond. Like, yeah. if you have a question, we'll say hi. But if anything, just I've like, been doing good. Good. You got accepted that college. Yeah. So everyone, she's going to college soon. It's breaking my heart. But hopefully we continue the podcast. But um, I've been good. Uh, work's been busy. Uh, tired. Sucks being an adult. But we do have a vacation coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And some fun projects in our lives. So, yay. Uh, I don't know. We, I, a lot of that of our listeners have asked like why don't we talk about personal stuff we really don't do that as much but if you guys have questions or anything like i have one like friend of mine who watched steaming universe and he goes i never really noticed all this stuff but it's just wanted to like recap and i'm like yeah this we're just doing this to like rewatch steven right uh-huh. because we can rewatch steven in like three we're months drinking. and but it won't be as fun because yeah. now at least we're talking about it too and we are going to be talking about episodes 23 and 24. And I'll be recapping episode 23, Monster Buddies. You asked me which one was my favorite. I think uh, yours was my favorite. Really? Yeah. So we'll go into that why. And episode 23 starts off with another mission. So it's really interesting how so many episodes just start off with like mid-mission, right? Mm-hmm. And they're fighting kind of like this ice... Not a, not a crystal, right? It could be a crystal gem, but just an ice monster. Or it could be a corrupted monster gem. Yeah, because we haven't gotten to what a corrupted gem is, but this whole episode kind of centers around it's it. Actually, two episodes focus on those. Well, let's talk about episode 24 when we get there, because I don't think it's a corrupted gem. Oh, yeah. But basically, um, everyone has like a moment of being smart and... They all think, this is probably too dangerous for Steven to be here. And Garnet puts Steven in a bubble and transport him to the, like, the underground dungeon. With all the, where all the corrupted bubble gems. And Steven's surprised that he can be bubbled. And I'm really glad that he's able to pop himself. And also to be able to breathe in there. Yeah, that's not a lot of air. But then again, it's cartoon logic. They had, there's like at least three episodes where they have like unlimited air in a bubble. And so, since Steven's able to pop himself, he accidentally pops. Funny enough, the very first gem that we saw in episode one, mm-hmm. the centipedal gem. And again, lovely little detail. Rebecca Sugar and everyone else who works on this show did a great way of kind of like seeding stuff for future episodes. So, you see the centipedal start to glow. And it morphs into kind of like this humanoid form. But it was like we see her previous forms too. Yeah, that one. Her regular form. And then the long form. And then morphs. I have no idea why it morphed into like this little cute little form. I guess Like a it's, little weenie dog one. Yeah, it's, it is kind of like a dog throughout this whole episode. And I think it's because maybe, well maybe because the centipede is supposed to be long as it gets older. So it was outside longer. And this one is just a little smaller. It's super cute. And right off the bat, Steven is kind of 
so polite to the centipedal, and he doesn't attack it or anything. And he's, he, just, he goes up down on like his arms and like legs, so like not not makes him seem like a threat to like the centipedal. Yeah, that's a really good point because he notices that the centipedal's scared, and it makes kind of like these little, it, yeah. It looks up and sees the bubble gems, and like it freaks out even more because it kind of knows what it's it comes from, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a little bit of that hinted like lost memory there. And so Stephen is about to like interact with the centipedal. And then Pearl and the other gems come out, and they're all just freaked out. They're like, Steven, stay away from it. Because, again, Pearl's very overprotective. And I think it just shows that, you know, Steven is kind of growing up. He's able to tell himself, okay, I, I can take care of myself, guys. I know you guys love me, but I'm going to just, you know, handle the situation. So Garnet steps up and actually says, it's better for Steven to handle this we fully trust him and everything. After Steven gives her gives her the puppy eyes. Yeah, which again, Garnet's a good mom. And that's, at a certain point, you'll be like, well, yeah, they're, they're old enough to take care of something. And uh, you pointed out that uh, Amethyst calls um, Garnet the J-Squad. Which again, little hint, hint right yeah, there coming hint. up. We're, we're already up to like episode 23, so it's like, oh, we're getting close to like the, the big reveals. And so Steven and the Centipedal like start to hang out in front of the beach and they're bonding, right? And Steven is trying to like get the centipede to like be trained, I guess. Or kinda like to... And it's like he introduced uh, a famous famous like little chip called Chaps. Yeah, Chaps. With like three A's. Yeah. I when I when on the rewatch I realized well a lot of times American companies, I don't think a lot of foreign companies do this. A lot of American companies change the lettering of their products to avoid like legal issues mm-hmm. so you know fruit loops right that yeah. terrible cereal it's, it's spelled with two o's because there's no fruit in it it's all just kind of like chemicals and everything so it's i guess with chaps it's like well it's not really chips so it's chaps, chaps. there you go we won't get sued steven and the centipede love them you know they're eating it up and steven actually points out a really funny thing it's like how is it able to eat the the chips as if its eye is in its mouth. I guess maybe like there's a hole underneath, you know? It's it it's it has acid spit, so just yeah. it's able to turn anything liquidy. And so another th- thing that they bond over is Steven gets uh, attacked by a seagull. Yeah. And just right off the bat, the centipede like protects Steven, throws a little bit of acid. Hopefully that seagull's okay. <laughs> that seagull did not deserve to get acid thrown in his face. And Steven likes it. Steven's like happy that, you know, he has a new friend. And so he takes up the centipede back to the house. And you can already hear the gems wondering how they're going to get back into that ice tomb. Because they need a shooting star. Yeah, that sounds but, familiar. Yeah, go ahead. Um, he's also showing the crystal gems the new trick he shot the centipede. Yeah. By squawking. Yeah, to get it trained. So basically, you're like, oh, if you hear a bird, you know, shoot your acid. And one of our favorite lines throughout the whole series. Uh, big casualty in this episode. Amethyst Torta. No! Mi Torta! Which is Spanish for like a sandwich. Yeah. And I'll put that clip here. I, you know, it, it's take better care of your Torta. And also, Amethyst. Like, if you see acid, you know, put that Torta away. But also, Steven should have like stopped when he was like burning down like his house. Steven, again. He, he doesn't think about this type of yeah. stuff. And I bet uh, Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl are able to like, fix this up pretty quickly. Or maybe they'll get Greg to do it. Who knows? Eh. Yeah, you're right. The house is not that maintained. 
they all decide that they're going to use the centipedal's acid spit to get through the ice cave, right? Yeah. And another thing that we see, another human skeleton with like a miner's hat. I, I guess there's, again... The How many times have we seen like... Too many, too many times to reference like dead animals, people. And again, it's world building, right? Yeah. If this crystal war really happened in the world, people would explore people would die from it so it really is interesting probably like from like the you know 80s or something but um yeah so the centipede just goes right through the skeleton and just it's fine desecrated body it's okay and then when they actually see the shooting star pearl tells garnet to use her gauntlets to get it because it's just like fiery it's hot fiery hot yes and that actually gets the centipede some ptsd because like it got it got popped by that. It got popped by those guys with their weapons, and then just are spewing acid everywhere. The cave's unstable, and basically, you know, Stephen is trying so hard to get the centipede to, to calm, calm down and to, you know, revert back to its like stable state and everything, right? Because you can see that you know it has memory, and it has consciousness. Like slowly, like- going closer to it and like it backs away slowly but yeah. like he hugs it even though like there's acid like falling on his back and like it's hurting him yeah a little bit i guess maybe just his jacket but uh that just that really broke my heart again but it some... calms down it calms because, down because i trust steven yeah and it, it it's conscious enough to realize that steven's about to get hurt and a i see i'm hopefully i can get this right a stalactite because stalagmites are the ones that are come from the ground stalactites are the ones that on the ceiling because they have to hold on tight. So tight falls from the sky and is about to like puncture Steven. So the centipede sacrifices himself or herself, sorry, you know, gets popped. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a nice little design, the crystal gem that it comes from. It's like a little Pokeball. And from there, Steven is distraught. He's sad that his, he's crying. His, one of his friends is just gone and he's able to bubble it. And, but also Garner mentioned something really nice, like about Rose Quartz. About how she would have been proud of Stephen, like, doing what she did. Yes. And, like, making it farther than she could ever, like, help a corrupted gem. Yes, because Rose Quartz tried her best to bring the corrupted gems back to their regular forms. And that's something she couldn't do. Which ties into the timeline. Mm -hmm. A little things here and there, I feel like, that didn't really kind of, you know, connect. But this actually does connect. And so Stephen's able to bubble it, send it back, and not by itself to a little dungeon but with some chaps just in case hopefully it stays fresh hopefully wait wait, wait. no it did not oh no well, hopefully you know I think that that would be a great kind of like if you don't have a refrigerator just bubble everything um yeah that was episode 23 I liked it it's it had some heart it was basic you ever heard the story of the boy and, it's, and his dog like Lassie or even like that yeah. Futurama episode with like Fry and his dog yeah it's basically that if you make a connection with something that's living and like, loves you unconditionally, it's it's, it's that. Um, how do you like it? I liked it. It made me feel. Uh, it built it built the storyline. Like we're getting close to like uh, more like lore to, within Steven Universe. Yes, because you have again we mentioned it throughout the episode. So all these different, well, most of them, right? Because again, some yeah. of these could just be monsters. Most of these kind of crystal monsters that they fight are gems that are corrupted mm-hmm. by something we'll get to it and they're just trying to like pop them to get them you know from hurting themselves or anyone else yeah 
I really liked it. So do you want to recap episode 24 for us? In, uh, titled um, An Indirect Kiss. Ooh, uh-huh. I like that one. It starts off with Stephen and Connie meeting up at a picnic place. And Stephen looking distraught and unhappy. And Connie asks Stephen what's wrong like what happened because he looks so like you know sad mm-hmm. and like Stephen was like you know acting a little bit childish and like doing like a weird face and like trying not to tell Connie even though he wants to tell her yeah and it starts off I guess Connie brings up like why is there a fence over the cliffside because yeah. there wasn't a fence before and Stephen tells Connie the story of how uh, because of Amethyst goofing around and like you know, trying to, like, be cool in front of Steven and, like, make Steven, like, scared. And, like, Steven feels, like, scared because he doesn't want Amethyst to get hurt. Yeah. And Amethyst does, like, a big oof because she, like, falls off. The cliffside breaks because she's just fooling around over the cliffside, right? She, she She's pretty much indestructible, pretty much. And she just re- doesn't realize the cliff breaks. But right before she, the cliff breaks, she actually says, Aw, you care about me, kind of jokingly, right? And does it, what, what did she say afterwards when she was, like, falling, like... Oh, how this is so embarrassing. Yeah, and then you hear her, uh, you hear her fall against the rock on the bottom, and you hear, like, a little crack. She falls gem first onto yeah. the rock, and yeah, that just, if you know anything about gems, that's a big no-no. And, like, you see Steven and the Crystal Jones running where Amethyst was, mm-hmm. and, like... You see Amethyst turn around, and she has, like, a big eyeball, and, like, she's trying to cover her crack gem, and, like, Garnet pulls it down Mm. to, like, see it, and, like, the Crystal Gems freak out because, like, they don't have Rose Quartz anymore, and because Rose Quartz has, like, a healing ability. Through her tears. Through her tears. Yeah. Another good part about this episode is that it kind of goes from what Steven is saying that what happened in the past and to what they're doing in their picnic. So you got to go back and forth, mm-hmm. and that's and it's really good storytelling. And Stephen uh, tells Connie that he'll tell more about the story because Connie really wants to know. It's exciting for her if uh, he wears her glasses, and she wants some of his juice that he was already drinking. So you know, just to set that up. Yeah, but um, Garnet tells Stephen about the sto- uh, about more about his mother. Mm-hmm. It's like double. Double lore about Rose Quartz. Sweet. More lore. Yeah, more lore. Uh, about how Rose Quartz had an ability to heal Crystal Gems with her tears. Yes. And, like, uh, because Steven now holds uh, her gem, he needs to, like, help Amethyst at this moment because, she, like, her gem is cracking. And, like, Steven tries to, like, cry. And, like, he does, like, a pose and everything like that. It doesn't work. A little but like, Sailor Moon action right there. Yeah. And, like, and Steven says this line where, like, uh, oh, well, I'm too tough to cry or something along those lines. It's okay to cry no yeah. matter who you are. But, <laughs> it um, helps. Uh, Pearl mentions, like, just yesterday you were crying about snakes. They don't have no arms. Well, that is sad. I'm pretty sure snakes have evolved and they learn ways to, like, do things with arms. Yeah, and because of that, the Crystal Gems um, take Stephen and Amethyst to Rose Quartz Garden, which it, Pearl that, like was like describing like as a beautiful, elegant place with mm-hmm. like full of like ro- of roses, like beautiful plants and everything mm-hmm. like that, and a fountain. Yeah, and as soon as they t- warp there, it's like full of thorns, and it's like 
dark. It's unkept. And it's like... The fountain is dried up. It's dried up and also, like, it looks really sad and depressing because, like, it it lost its color. Yeah. Steven is only uh, 15, so in the 15 years that Rose has been gone, no one has gone there. Which, like... Well, the crystal gems have to, like, find the corrupted gems and everything like that. They were doing that with Rose. I guess guess they're a person down. Yeah. But, yeah, and then, well, Amethyst is dealing with, like, her crack gem and everything her form is breaking it starts off with like that big eye and now her like her speech is is screwed up and reversed yeah which we actually thanks to the uh steven universe wiki <laughs> i actually have the transcript here so she starts off by saying backwards hey guys what are you doing here on the beach so i guess she has also memory problems yeah and a few other things she's like she says backwards hey if your body wants to cry then make it cry. And then she smacks Steve in the face. She's like, why do that? For pain. Yeah, for pain. Well, maybe it has to be sad tears, not pain tears. So both Garnet and Pearl go off to try to find the clog that's stopping the fountain water. Which I guess maybe, is it all of Rose's tears? Or is just like a te- a, like one teardrop mixing with the water? I'm pretty sure it's that. Okay, cool. Because maybe she cried a lot. Yeah, She doesn't seem like a person that would cry. Too much. Mm. But she's not a person, so. Yeah. yeah. Steven and Amethyst are like, struggling to, like, unlock this new power within Steven because, like, he wants to help Amethyst and, like, he's, like, freaking out because she's getting more corrupted. Mm-hmm. Her, she can't even, like, hold her, like, full form. Her arms are stretched out and, you know, she's not speaking correctly. And, like, we see, like, what did, what did we call the monster? Like a thorn monster? Yeah. So it's not a gem, but it's probably like... A live plant monster? Maybe something, again, from their from their planet. Because, again, we've seen, like, stuff like those giant strawberries. And, yeah, but, like, know. with later on what we learned with uh, Rose, she also has other abilities to, like, bring, bring things. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, yeah. So thanks, Rose. Thanks for leaving this horrifying, unkept plant beast again. Like, I like the moss, right? Yeah, and Steven trying to, like, collect uh, Amethyst's body parts and, like, jumping in, like, the fountain. and like The dried-up fountain. And, like, Steven was, like, getting, like, all sad and worried, and he finally cries. Yes. And, like... Right as he hears Amethyst says, Oh, you care about me. I can't do anything right. Now I'm going to lose you, and it's all my fault. Ha ha, you care about me. And, like, he cries onto the gem. It doesn't work. Which is funny, because he actually does go, Oh, come on! Which yeah. is a real, like, real moment. It's like, but, all of this, we're about to be attacked. And then we see the statue slowly, like, leaking tears. And mm. then it, like, full uh, water splashes out of it. And, like, the whole big fountain gets filled quickly. And it hits both Stephen and uh, Amethyst. And, like, it heals them up. Because uh, when Stephen was getting attacked, he had, like, a few cuts. Mm. And oh, I didn't notice that. They, they both got healed. That's cool. But, like, while Steven was under the water, he saw, like, a figure of Rose Quartz move. Mm-hmm. And, like, he got uh, above the water. And, like, it was just her statue. But that was, like, a really nice moment. Yeah, you wanted to bring up, like, how that's another, like, scene that really kind of uses animation really mm-hmm. well, right? Because all the darkness kind of gets overthrown by the color and then the pink and everything kind of... Mm-hmm. And then uh, Amethyst gets near Steven's like, look, I'm all better, or like something along those lines. Yeah, like, I'm all good, man. And like, uh, and then Steven tells uh, 
Pearl and Garnet, like, oh, I healed uh, Amethyst with my tears, and, like, uh, Pearl looks at Garnet, like, uh... I'm pretty sure us unclawing the fountain was what, you know, got the water to go. And, like, Stephen has a moment with Pearl, and, like, he remembers her saying something, like, really negative. Like, yeah. I forgot what he said. So, um... She said, sorry. Stephen, yeah, Stephen said, well, I'm pretty sure I helped out a little bit, right? And Pearl, in Stephen's mind, Pearl would never say something like this, says, oh, Stephen, you didn't help at all. You you don't have healing tears. And probably some more negative stuff. And you'll stuff. never be, a, like, a crystal gem. Oh, yeah, that breaks your heart, right? And, like, you just see Stephen's face just, like, turn, like, really sad. At the now he can cry. Yeah. But Connie obviously knows Pearl would never say something like that. And that's just Stephen's negativity in his head. Yeah, but yeah. he says, like, it felt like that. Yeah. Stephen and Connie were having a moment, and, like, she raises, and, like, they looked at one another. Yeah. And again, we, we saw some blushing. Yeah. There you go. And they almost had, like, a kiss, but then Connie gets a headache, and you'd see a little bit, like, a sparkle happen, and, like, she takes off her glasses, and she can finally see without she, her glasses. She has perfect vision, right? Yeah. And, guys, everyone listening, both myself and Sam have to wear glasses well uh your eyesight's not that bad my eyesight's actually bad. i got a little bit worse so like if i take them off uh, everything is like super blurry okay our eyesight's terrible <laughs> and it would be nice right yeah must will. be nice must be nice to have 2020 vision we all can't accidentally kiss steven also fish doesn't help yeah our well my mom sam's grandmother said that fish would give you good eyesight I love fish. Yeah, I love fish too. Yeah, we had lots of fish. I'm getting laser eye surgery next year, probably. I can't do that. No. It's fine. I don't know. I'll 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 see if it actually works. But back to the episode. Um, so Stephen realizes that he doesn't have healing tears, but healing spit. Gross. I rather have the disease. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't know. It's just gross, right? I don't want to get spit on. But um, yeah. So he's proud of himself. He. Connie's thinking rationally and going, what am I going to tell my parents? And yeah, it's, you know, Stephen just runs off to tell the gems, hey, I do have that power. Again, his powers are growing. I think. And we see uh, Connie uh, pop out her lens from her glasses and mm. she looks directly like forward. And like, it means like she's changing. Too. Yeah. Again, uh, I love the character development in this show. Stephen is growing with his powers. Connie is... Becoming more confident. People around Steven are changing. Yeah, which is great. Steven brings out the best in people. Um, I like that. I can't say it's. I like it better than, uh, you know, Monster Buddies. But this is a great episode. <laughs> this is some really good writing. You pointed out that it felt quick. Yeah, it felt a little bit quick. Yeah, and our recaps are a lot quicker. <laughs> but, uh, or maybe around the same, same time. But basically. We're getting more into the story. Yes. We're getting more character uh, development and as well, like, story building. Yeah. Do you have a favorite of the two? I, I kind of like both equally. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. It's, we're, oh, we're, we're, we're doing so great in, like, these next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, next episode is a two-parter. We get to meet a new character, and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, nothing else to point out. Just It's really great. We'll be back next week to start off with the two-parter. And we've been the Off Color Gems. We hope you've been having a good week. And uh, take care, everyone. Take care, everyone. Have a nice day.